Welcome back to the WREM Morning Show. Joining me in the studio this morning, 2017 Monmouth Roseville High School graduate and recent Illinois Wesleyan University graduate, Kelsey Wyman. Kelsey, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You bet. Um, I have known you since uh, basically uh, your birth, so I've known you for <laughs> quite a while. Um, and and there's just always always something that I knew. I mean, she's she's focused. She she knows what she wants to do, and and you've kind of been that way forever. You've always made good choices. You've always I mean, you've always done what you're supposed to. You've done the work, because I guess is what you've done the work. And you had a dream going into college, uh, running track and field, that you wanted to be. First, you want to go to the national national championships. Mm-hmm. You did that. You did that your senior year, and I want to be an all American too, yep. which means you got to finish in the top nine, right? Eight, top eight, top eight in in, uh, in college. I'm thinking I'm still at the IHSA track and field thing. Yep. Uh, you finished seventh this year at the 400 meter hurdle event in Greensboro, North Carolina. So proud of you. What's that mean? You're an all American. Sometimes it doesn't feel real. Um, honestly, sometimes I just like have to remind myself that that is actually. That was what I did. That's what I accomplished. Um, For me, I just really wanted to end my senior year, my last season. Last time I'm going to be competing um, on a high level. And it's always been my goal to get to nationals. And I knew that in the hurdles, that was like my best event. That's what I had the most chance in. Not having that season junior year really stunk. And so I was like, well, this is going to be my only time. There wasn't an indoor nationals this year at all either. So I was like, well, it's the last time I better do it. Otherwise I'm going to live with regret. So just had to really push our, push myself. I feel like in this season to make sure I was in a good spot. This, this was four years in the making, of course, all of us, and I never played college athletics. And we'll talk about that towards the end of the interview, you know, your advice to, to kids out there that's listening or parents that have kids that are out there listening, um, on what it takes to be a college athlete and a very successful one at that. Um, Nobody sees from the outside the hard work that goes on, the early mornings, the late nights, the lifting sessions. I mean, nobody sees that. I mean, this is four years culminating into that one event at the very end of your career. Um, It takes a lot of work and it's a process. That's something our coach always said is to trust the process. And it took me a while to kind of understand what that even meant. And looking back on it, when I think about my four years, I spent a lot more time at Shirk working out, just putting in more time, um, especially the last two, but the last three years compared to my freshman, sophomore year, I was going to practice, I was doing the work, but not necessarily everything I could be doing to make myself the best athlete I could. So there's definitely a switch, and it takes a lot more time than what I had even realized when I was going into it. But putting in that extra effort the last two seasons that I had, I think is what helped contribute to my success. There's, there's a definite difference between competing in college athletics and being successful at mm-hmm. college athletics, isn't there? Yeah, there definitely is. Um, and it's about the, the work that you want to put into it. Um, you can show up to practice, do what the coaches tell you to do, and go home or you can show up to practice and you can put in you know extra time in the gym lifting you can be working on your core every day after practice seeing the trainers getting rehabbed correctly so if you do you know sometimes and that's the same in high school sports if you're doing the minimum versus putting an extra work on your own to make yourself be the best you can be at that level I, I broadcast many of your basketball games back at Monmouth Roseville and um, I know I know just from from watching you what a great teammate you've been i found very interesting as i was going through your bio back when you were you're doing the national meet in greensboro um you uh, speaking of being a great teammate you have i mean your thing is hurdles 
It always mm-hmm. has been since high school. Made it to the state, uh, uh, to the IHSA state finals and hurdles. Hurdles been your thing, but when the team needed you to do other things, you did like seven or eight different events while you were in college. Yeah, definitely. So sometimes I ran stuff that I probably had no business doing, <laughs> like the running the indoor two hundred. I'm not a fast sprinter. Um, I'm a longer sprinter. I've ran a hundred once. Um, just because it was stuff that was going to make me a better athlete. I've also ran, obviously, a lot of times being in the relays to score points at conference or um, for training purposes, working on getting the extra conditioning. Um, But there's, like, I know my sophomore year, I didn't do any individual events at conference because we wanted to focus on the two relays because we had a really good Mm -hmm. chance to place, um, and we ended up winning one of those relays, so that was really cool. And sometimes, you know, you have to – like, I was very open-minded. If the coaches said – I ran a 1200 one time because she <laughs> said at a 1200. <laughs> yeah, it was like a uh not an official meet, like it was like a team thing because sure. our meet got snowed out and he was like you're running the 1200 and I think that was an awful idea. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't go over 800 meters and I I told him that and he was like well this is going to be good for you. And so I was like okay, well you're the coach. So sometimes you have to put your own desires. Like I while I was running it, I actually hated it too. <laughs> but you have to put your own um, desires and kind of um, wishes aside to be whatever your team, whatever your coaches need you in that moment. And you did that all through high school. I watched you do it all through high school too. You were a good teammate in high school. Thank you. I mean, how, how, I mean, how important is that uh, to any kids or parents listening at home? How important is it to just, just, be, a, just be a good teammate? Um, For me, just being like being a good teammate is the same thing as being a good friend. You kind of have to know your surroundings. Your team is never going to be better than when everyone is working for each other. And that's something that I found like I could use an example running when I run the four by four running a 400 is really hard. It's tough. The hardest thing in track from what I hear. Kind of, I'm biased. Yeah. Oh, of course I'm biased. You're running I think 400 and jumping at the yeah, same time. It's a 400 <laughs> is really tough. Yeah. And you hit the last 100 meters, you can see the line, but your body is dead and you just kind of want to be done. And when you're running on a relay, for me at least, it's so much easier for me to finish in the relay because I know I have people counting on me. I know I have people that I'm helping and contributing to. So it makes that last 100 meters a lot less brutal than when you're running it by yourself and you're the only one, you know, who really has anything on the line. So for me, that was just always so much easier. And I think it's just because I wanted my teammates to excel as well. And um, Again, being a good teammate. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just think when you realize what the people around you, how much of an impact that makes. Like for me, um, my freshman year, I was like my first race ever. Um, I was nervous. Like I was like terrified. Like oh, yeah. It's just like a different level. I was hurdling, doing the short hurdles, which I hadn't done in a while. And I had a teammate who came out of the locker room, saw that we were getting ready to race and screamed louder than anyone has ever yelled at me in a race in my entire life. And if you know my dad, that's really hard to believe. <laughs> And it it just like brought me comfort because I knew I had people who wanted to see me succeed. And so then from that moment on, I was just, it was like a mentality, like what could I do to pick up my teammates? So if someone has a bad event, a bad day, whatever, trying to talk to them, pick them up because that attitude carries over. So that's something I would definitely tell anyone who else is on a team. If you have a poor attitude, that's going to affect your teammates the same way it would if you have a positive attitude. So you can control the little things and focusing on controlling what you can control makes a big impact in the long run. You can, uh, athletes can leave a legacy, not with just in the win-loss record. Athletes can leave a legacy by leadership. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, academically, um, which is, I'm even more proud of you uh, as far as being, uh, combining 
track with with uh, your schoolwork. Four years on the dean's list. Congratulations with that as well. Thank you. Very cool. Um, and normally athletes, and I know it's I know it's a it's a nine month thing when you get into school. Every sport is. But with track, you've got an indoor and an outdoor season. So you're like six out of the nine months competing, yeah. not just training, competing, right. plus trying to combine your schoolwork. Yeah, um, we actually start the season with like an official practice when you the first day of class usually. So we're going the whole year basically competing. We have a couple weeks off, but when you're off, when you're doing a sport that involves running, like you can never really take time off. So in your off time, you're still doing workouts and stuff. And it was very difficult my freshman year like it was a total change because I wasn't used to training that much I wasn't used to how difficult the courses were and it took some time to figure it out um but I think that honestly being in track helped me be better academically because I had to be disciplined and so it taught me from the first day that I had to manage my time well I had to make whatever choices I needed to make to put myself in the best position um, possible. I wanted, I've always wanted to go to med school and obviously you're not going to get there with poor <laughs> grades. So I just knew that going into it. And so I really had to be disciplined and decide how to set my priorities up to give myself the most success. That's an interesting take because, um, um, I had, my oldest son played baseball in college and, and I look back and my wife and I say all the time, I'm not sure he would have made it through school without playing baseball because mm-hmm. that kept him focused. You got to stay eligible. You got to, I mean, you got to do the work. Coaches are always checking on you and stuff. Some people look at it the other way. There's no way you can get through school while playing a sport. There's just no way you can do it. This is the this is kind of the way some people look at it. Maybe I wouldn't have got through college. You would have. I mean, that's yeah. but but for some, you know, sports made them focus a little more. I think I mean, I I would have got through college. I honestly oh, would, you would have for I sure. would have said yeah. I don't think I would have been as successful and I probably wouldn't have had as much fun. Um, being on a team or being a part of a team, a group like that, you have people to turn to and lean on. And I know for me, like on tough days, like I took some really tough courses and that didn't always, you know, you have a bad day where you leave class, you don't know what's going on and that's frustrating. You feel stress. Um, the typical feelings that every college student feels, but I had a whole team. I could go into the locker room and be like, guys, my day was terrible. Let me talk about it. Everyone sits and listens to you. They probably don't care, but they listen and they tell you it's going to be okay. And just that kind of support really helped me get through. So I think, you know, everyone has a different experience, but if you're willing to, you know, set the time aside to do sports and um, academics, honestly, it's like such a blessing because you're, you're given a built-in community. Um, high school, you you played three sports. So I want to get your take on multi-sport athletes. I know that's been a hot topic for the last <clears> five, <throat> ten years, at whatever level it is. But uh, you earned varsity letters in three different sports at Monmouth Roseville. Was was doing sports all the time. Just kind of your take on multi-sport athletes, especially in high school. Yeah. And, and how did it help you going into college? Definitely. So I had um, I had very different training when I went into college because I did three sports. And I think the biggest thing for me probably was just be knowing how to be a better teammate because I was on different teams and that required different types of personalities and um, such and such. I think as far as multi-sport athletes go, it really just depends on what the individual is seeking, where their passions are. I don't think that you should play a sport like to just for the sake of saying I did three sports in high school. If you don't love it, there's no point. 
Um, but if you're some, if it's something you're interested in, if you know you want to play baseball in college, but you really liked football, you like watching football, you like playing football, play football and have fun. You know, you should really, I mean, high school is a time to have fun. You're not going to get to compete at that level. Like when you go to college, unfortunately, you don't get to just try a sport sure. for fun. So I think if you have an interest in it, you should just try it, see what you like. Um, you're going to find benefits from it regardless. And I know for me, like, I still miss volleyball and basketball. Some of my teammates would go to the gym when we didn't have practice and we would play pickup games or we would get a volleyball and just pass back and forth. So, like, that's something that I had fun with in high school. And even though I knew I wasn't going to play in college, it was still, like, I was able to be with my friends. I had some – I have memories that I'll always have for forever. So if it's something that you have any interest at all, I think you should go for it. I'm going to give you a chance to. Uh, I mean, you had a four-year career, uh, excellent, successful four-year career that com- that uh, culminated with a seventh-place finish in the 400-meter hurdles at the NCAA Division Three Championship meet, the national championship meet. You're the you're the seventh best in the nation in Division Three. That that's pretty cool to, to say, isn't it? Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> um, getting there was like the biggest goal. Right. I just wanted to get there so I could say I went to nationals. Um, as the season was unfolding, I kind of realized like I have a chance to really be up there because I was sitting at some points. I was like fifth, but I was like you consistently. You can see where you're seated nationally all throughout right. the season. I, yeah. was, I was up in the top 10 and I was like, oh, okay, like I didn't realize necessarily that that was my abilities. And so realizing that I was like, well, I could, you know, I could make finals. And that's like, that's huge. So that was just the goal on Thursday. I knew it was going to take a fast time. Um, while I was racing, I actually didn't know that I was on pace for a PR. Um, it's really hard to tell in the hurdles like, sure, because bet. you can feel smooth and great and be a second off, and you could feel like you're running horribly and be PRing. So it's kind of hard to tell. And while I was racing, I didn't know, but I just wanted to get second place. I just first two in your heat make it, and I was like, I have to get first or second place, and that's it. Because at that point, at the national level, sometimes times don't matter. You could PR and still never make it to finals. So um that was the goal on Thursday. And then after doing that, I was just like in shock. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I actually did it. And then on Saturday, I just got to have fun. Um, I showed up and I knew, you know, I'm going to be an All-American. This is my last race. I don't want to leave anything left on the track. That's what everyone says, leave it all on the track. And so I just wanted to have fun and walk away from it and just be happy. Um, And another thing like on Thursday for the, the prelims, I like had a moment where I realized I'm almost done with my racing career and it made me so sad. Yeah. And I cried. I told my dad, I cried a couple times before we went to the track. Like it was just a lot of emotions. And I realized I was like, well, if I race better, I get one more race. And that's not like that big of a deal, but it's still one more race. So yeah. I wanted, I just wanted to spike up one more time Yeah. and put my uniform on and just kind of go out and be there, show up for my team. And so I was like, that's what I have to do to give myself the chance to do one more time. I'm going to have to go for it. I know. Uh, I got home from the radio station on the Thursday of your, of your prelims, and, and of course, I had it on the computer at home, had it up on the screen, and I got all the daycare kids, because my wife does daycare for a living, uh, had all the daycare kids around, and we were all cheering for you. Me and the daycare kids yeah. were cheering for you. On That's awesome. Um, give you a chance to, to take the floor. I don't know if you've had many chances to do it, but kind of some shout-outs, some thank-yous, anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the floor. Thank you. Um, Well, I just want to say that I felt so much support from the community, um, especially back home while I was um, up in North Carolina. I got so many text messages. I know my parents had people reaching out. There were Facebook posts that I saw. Um, So thank you to everyone in the community who watched my race, who sent any type of message to me or my family. It really means a lot. And just knowing when you're in that moment, 
because it's stressful. Knowing that there's people who are caring, who are watching, uh, kind of made it a little bit easier. It gave me something to work for, something to run for. Um, I want to thank both of my parents. Uh, I couldn't, I wouldn't be here. Without you, obviously, I wouldn't have made it near as far as I did. Um, college was difficult, and they were the biggest support systems I think anyone could ever ask for. They did everything I would have ever wanted and more. Um, and I just think, I mean, I'm so grateful for the relationship I have with my parents. <laughs> Love them. Um, and then all my friends, both here and in Bloomington, um, especially I want to thank my coaches and my teammates. Um, they tell you to trust the process, and it's a four-year process. Sometimes it's difficult to believe in that. Um, you, you know, you're racing, and racing is hard when you don't always see the progress you want to see. And um, they never doubted me. They never uh, gave me any reason to doubt myself. They were always there to pick me up from a bad day, whether that was from sports or academics. Um, and then as far as my teammates go, uh, my best friends in my life are people that I met through the track team, um, girls that I lived with on and off campus, um, people I would hang out with and study with. Um, as far as emotional support, I didn't know I would get that at college, and that was just truly something that I wasn't expecting but needed. And I'm so thankful for every single person on my team. They helped me be better every day, showing up in the locker room, encouraging me. And they built, you know, some really lifelong sure. relationships. And it was it was so hard to leave. I left Bloomington and I and it was sad. So I I'm just thankful for that opportunity to have those feelings. I uh and you you went to Monmouth Roseville and we didn't even get a chance to talk about your time at Monmouth Roseville, but um which was very successful too. Um I know my son who played uh, baseball in college, some of his college teammates and and, and classmates He'll have lifelong relationships. You always have your high school friends, but, man, you really get connected with some of them college mm-hmm. girls. It's just different because you're living together. Yeah, um, right. You're doing, like, more of, like, adult life together. Yeah. So in high school, you see your friends during the day or during the evenings, but you go home. And so I think that's why the relationships at college just change so much. You, uh, What's the future hold for you? I'm going to the University of Illinois um, College of Medicine in Rockford in the fall, and I will be studying rural medicine there. Awesome, and you're gonna do you're gonna do very well at it. You're gonna do very well whatever you choose to do. Uh, Kelsey, so proud of you. The, the, we're all proud of you here back in Monmouth for the things you accomplished in Bloomington at Illinois Wesleyan University. Congratulations! Thank you so much. That's Kelsey Wyman, recent Illinois Wesleyan University graduate, All American track and field athlete, uh, 2017 Monmouth Roseville High School graduate. Here on the morning show, we'll be back.